0: Within the traversing of those different realms, being able to find peace through releasing the pain of the past, very catalytically, which can take years or even decades with other healing modalities because it just scratches to the surface.
1: Welcome to the Empath and the Narcissist podcast, where you regain your sparkle back after narcissistic abuse. I am your host, Raven Scott, your nurturing warrior guide through the darkness. This is episode 115, Plant Medicine to Heal Childhood Abuse and Trauma, and How to Take a Spiritual Journey Audit. Michael Thornhill is co-founder of Casca Galactica in Peru. He is a trauma-informed plant spirit healer, professional channel, and non-dual teacher. We talked about in our episode today, and you will gain information about how to heal from addictions, from numbing your childhood trauma, how plant medicine can aid you in doing that directly, spiritual journey audit. We talk about the different stages. First, recognize. Second, ask for help. And step three is to release the shame and really, truly understand why and how ayahuasca works so well. Just a reminder, this episode is for educational purposes only and it is not a substitute for professional therapy. If you're enjoying this podcast, hit subscribe and rate and review this podcast. I myself, just as the Hindu goddess Kali and Mesopotamian goddess Inanna, have walked through the darkness, died to myself and ego and ascended to connect with my true authentic self part of that healing journey, I truly benefited from talk therapy. This is why I specifically chose out of all the sponsors out there, BetterHelp. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp and BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. It allows you to talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your convenience with a broad range of expertise, and BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network, it will give you access to help that you need that may not be available in your area. Finding a therapist is easy. Just fill out the questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Everything you share is completely confidential in therapy. Join the 3 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp Therapist. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com forward slash empath. That's betterhelp.com forward slash EMPATH. And the link is in the show notes. Claim all the offerings and transformational workshops that we offer in our studio in the link in the show notes as well at ravenscott.show forward slash shop. Without further ado, let's dive into the conversation. Hello, Michael. Thank you for being here. And I'm so glad to have you on the podcast.
0: Hi, Raven. Thank you so much for having me. Absolute pleasure to be here with you all today. Thank you so, so much.
1: Yeah. I'm so excited to dive into this really beautiful topic about plant medicine and healing trauma. With that, and hear your story, hear your accent, So, how did you end up in Peru? So I'm so excited to hear that, that journey and story. We're gonna be talking today about how to conduct a spiritual audit and how to heal from trauma with plant medicine. So yeah, let's get into it. Michael, what, what brought you to opening a retreat in Peru from wherever you're from?
0: Yeah, I'm from the UK, from North Wales originally. <laughs> And yeah. So, yeah, I've been in Peru almost six years uh, with a majority of that with my wife, Jamie, who's from the States and fellow co-founder of Casa Galactica. Mm-hmm. And I would say Casa Galactica really is a, a byproduct or a product of the healing journey, which I've been on, uh, the the journey of healing and evolution, which has been a part of my path. And, and that for me has been healing from sexual abuse, ritual abuse, violent abuse as a child that I was completely unaware of, which manifested itself to me as uh, anxiety, which also was undiagnosed, but through heavy addiction to drugs, alcohol, nicotine, um, and a whole bunch of other stuff along the way, really, just to numb myself from my experience. So in Mm -hmm. 2016, Uh, My mother passed away uh, the year before, at the end of 2015, and through 2016, I began a spiritual journey uh, to really heal from addiction, which I tried Mm -hmm. many times before. My mother was ill um, most of her life, and when she finally passed away, it was an opportunity for me to really look more closely at life and death in the face, and I recognized I didn't really want to die, or there was at least a part of me. With inside that wanted to live, so I started with meditation. Uh, I was doing therapy and met a sound healer. Started working in that sense, and I I came across ayahuasca and I'd heard that ayahuasca. I didn't know what it was, and I heard that it was very useful for addictions and that people had these very transformative processes of healing from addiction. So mm-hmm. I embarked upon a journey. I was living in Berlin in Germany at the time, mm-hmm. running a headhunting company for renewable energy and I dove deep into the addictions with the help of ayahuasca which I uncovered the root cause of the addiction or one of the many root causes of addiction was the lack of an awareness of unconditional love and I didn't even know what unconditional love was and that I was trying to recreate this I was trying Mm. to synthetically create and fill that void which was The void that was created from a deep deal of trauma, uh, PTSD, uh, anxiety and depression, which was at the root cause of that from the aforementioned abuses, which I'd experienced as a child. And then I spent the last six years really working through that and continuing to heal from those root level causes of trauma uh, to come to a place of somewhat neutrality around those subjects and to heal that at the root cause with the help of ayahuasca and other plant medicines and dedicate my life to helping other people heal and evolve so that they can find freedom and peace uh, and love and joy again.
1: Wow, that's beautiful. I can't even imagine. This is what always just breaks my heart when we're you know, talking about different traumas and abuse of when children, you know, uh, deal and have been, It just takes a horrible system and person to really hurt an innocent child. So I'm sorry that you experienced that as a child. Hey, Empath, just wanted to take a quick break and read to you an excerpt from my book. To all you empaths out there chasing fake love, The trick in breaking that pain cycle is to stop chasing and start fostering love for your own self. An excerpt from my book. Grab my book or listen to it on Audible. It's called Empath and the Narcissist. It's a healing guide on how to overcome narcissistic abuse, recover from PTSD, codependency, and gaslighting manipulation. And so every aspect right now in your life where you feel stagnant, where you feel like it doesn't work, create a new idea. Create a new idea that is more in alignment with your highest excitement, your higher heart chakra, right? Really listen to your heart and the higher heart. Ask your higher self for guidance and ask your higher self to show you the timeline that excites you more. That was Magic Kathy and a preview of her DNA activation session in the bonus Soul Integration Masterclass. Tension and Path, do you feel like there's something more to life? Or do you have a deep longing for meaningful and authentic relationships? Yet you still remain in the darkness and feel you are a victim and not the creator of your life? These experiences are your fuel for transformation. So stop denying your divinity. And gain your soul alignment to connect your divine soul to your earthly body in order to live on fire, free, and authentic, to feel happier and lighter in your physical, emotional, and mental body with these three simple steps. Claim your soul integration masterclass today in the link in the show notes. Now, back to the show. Were you really young? Was it like something that you weren't quite aware was happening so young or
0: yeah, I'm aware that this kind of began from from infant ages of one or two years old. That's my experience. That's what my hmm. understanding of when this began. So it was very, very early on. And then yeah. through my younger life and uh into early, early teenage years. Yeah.
1: Wow. Well, yeah. Of course. And it makes sense to go to things to try and find love, like just because since you didn't weren't raised with true uh, unconditional love, like you said, you didn't know what that was. So you're, you're trying to seek all of that, you know, outside of yourself and with different uh, substances to just kind of try and numb all that trauma as well. I mean- yeah, you, you're you already in that situation. So, of course, no one's going to teach you how to emotionally handle that. You have to figure that out kind of on your own or with some other outside teacher.
0: There was definitely moments in my life uh, of being looked after and cared for through extended family and, and grandparents mm-hmm. and other situations. So there was a lot of love there at the same time, which I think yeah. is also why it was very difficult to come to terms with oh, this actually happened to me, this, this actually, how could this have happened to me? And the mm-hmm. kind of coming into that awareness. So yeah, it's, it's been a, a turbulent journey. Um, but I'm glad to, to have been healed from many deep levels and layers of that and to be able to help others do the same if they feel like they're ready to go on that journey. Cause it is a journey. It's It's yeah. not all, it's not all roses doing that type it's of journey.
1: Not for the faint of heart. That's for sure. <laughs> So tell tell me more about did you find that ayahuasca was your first step? Was it all inclusive? Um, I'm sure there are probably multiple modalities that helped you. Tell us a little bit more about how that can heal trauma.:
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I'll talk about ayahuasca first and other trauma informed care practices which have been uh, been yeah. crucial in my own healing journey and are part of the work that we offer here at Casa Galactica.: Perfect. So ayahuasca is an Amazonian brew, which is made of two plants, the the ayahuasca vine and traditionally in the brew that we use, the chacruna leaf. Uh, Very briefly, uh, the ayahuasca vine with other alkaloids contains within it an MAOI uh, or monoamine oxidized inhibitor, which prevents the breakdown of DMT within the chacruna. So the chacruna leaf being a high DMT concentration plant which means that with the plant spirit teacher of Ayahuasca and Chacruna entering into the DMT realm or a different multidimensional realm where time is non-linear, you can go back to events within your life, within your childhood, uh, access repressed memories, uh, purge different toxins and emotions. The kind of famous purging with Ayahuasca is vomiting, but it can also be Mm -hmm. diarrhea, shakes uh, somatic trembling experiencing leaving the body Mm -hmm. and then also simultaneously getting accesses to deeper states of consciousness uh, to other beings and energies and for me big the first part of that was connecting to my past, the spirit of my past over mother and then Mm -hmm. beginning to see more of the non-dual or essence of infinite consciousness that this body this experience is not the end this is just a page within a very very long infinite book of experiences so the combination of that healing and evolution being able to dive deep into the trauma of the body whilst then having a deep spiritual awakening disidentifying with the personhood and having a greater understanding or awareness at least of the non-dual infinite nature of consciousness and within the traversing of those different realms being able to find peace through releasing the pain of the past very catalytically, which can take years or even decades with other healing modalities because it just scratches to the surface. Mm -hmm. Now, I've experienced great healing with somatic experiencing, with trauma therapy. We also provide different healing therapies and trauma healing sessions online with clients in different ways. But with plant medicine specifically, what it takes you to, and it can take you to, Is a direct experience of whatever it may be that is blocking you from experiencing yourself as true love and can take us deep into unconscious blockages that are so deep in the subconscious, so deep in the unconscious that it would take years of excavating to be able to get to those deep realms. So that's what happened in my experience of, of, you know, moving to Peru where I first trained and studied and went deep into my own experience before opening our own center. And after years of training and studying and learning, being able to then help others through their process. But that excavation process with the plant medicines took me very, very deep into those experiences of PTSD, of ritual abuse, of very, very deep unconscious mind control, suicide programming, experiences that I didn't even know or could make sense of. But once that had left the body, then the addictions also were able to heal themselves. I actually experienced a great relief from my first ayahuasca ceremonies of stopping hard drugs, drinking, smoking, Um, but then there was kind of like relapses through that process because of deeper levels of trauma coming to the surface. So Mm -hmm. ayahuasca can be described as a complete healing of the mind, body, spirit, emotion at the root cause, where often Western medicine or pharmaceuticals or painkillers can be there to treat the symptoms of that. What plant medicines offer is a tool, is a portal to be able to heal the pain of the past and live a life transformed from that trauma so that trauma no longer needs to define us. And whilst we hold and provide those ceremonies at at our retreat center at Casa Galactica here in Peru, in a trauma-informed container uh, with empowerment teachings, uh, providing lots of tools for integration so that people can really take that process of healing and apply it to their life, it offers an opportunity for us to heal at the soul level and really Mm. transform our experience where we may have this experience like I had where I'm just, okay, I'm just a person, I'm just a drug addict. I'm just a drug addict yeah. and I've just got to deal mm. with this and this is how I live my life. Mm. What there is, is that there's another story waiting for all of us and, uh, and plant medicines offer the opportunity to really rewrite that book and have a different experience.
1: What you're talking about, this kind of dual consciousness reminds me of the Akashic Records. Do you, are you familiar with that? Is that kind of what you're alluding to? Um, Like our soul has a life story and this one life and this one body does not define our whole story.
0: Yes. So with regards to the Akashic records or what you're describing or the access point to what the soul's blueprint might be to express itself through this lifetime and multiple lifetimes, yes, uh, my understanding is that we incarnate multiple times, many times, infinite times, in different lifetimes and different experiences. And whatever the soul is going through, the experience of what trauma that we're experiencing in this lifetime So I say this with a disclaimer and a warning because of wherever you might be at within your trauma healing process, if you're first kind of coming in through this kind of, you know, experiencing healing from narcissistic abuse or other types of abuses or whatever it may be, a really important part of that process is really feeling that pain and that suffering and being in that victim space of being feeling being victimized feeling that wow okay i've got to go i've been i've been attacked i've been abused i've been victimized my point my experience where i am now after going through that for the most part is that i don't feel like i'm a victim i feel like i've incarnated to go through these experiences there's different karmic reasons for that There's different experiences that I've chosen to go through. I also know that experiencing this and coming through this and having these direct experiences enables me better than any training or or course or whatever could do to help people who've gone through these experiences, along with my multidimensional awareness and shamanic trainings to assist people through that process. So I don't sit here anymore and dwell. I wish that didn't happen, but I did. I did for a long time and that was perfectly Perfectly right. So, my point of sharing this is here is that from that multi dimensional perspective, when we go through that phase of suffering, there is light at the end of the tunnel. And I can tell you from someone who thought that I would never feel better again, for the most part, I, I feel pretty good. There's still obviously different things that I go through. I, I'm still healing, I'm still learning, I'm still growing. That's a part of being a human. But the point is here is that there is a different perspective available to you. And when we begin to look at that, when we ask out for help, when we work with people who have experienced this or have access to these different tools and modalities to be able to empower you to also heal, it can transform. It's the idea that you think you know what your life looks like. The invitation is, is this my defining story or is this just a catalyst for me to do something completely amazing and difficult? And I believe that we all have that available to us.
1: Yes, I love that. Absolutely. And that really does segue well into these questions of, so how do we take accountability or even an audit, if you will, because audit sounds kind of like weird and aloof, but how do we really see like, where are we in our spiritual journey, especially when you're confused and you are in this victim mode like how could this have happened to me I remember that being my very first question like I had a great upbringing how could this happen to me so how do we start to kind of like see certain signs I guess in our life that we need to really take an audit of our spiritual journey
0: yeah, beautiful, Raven. Thank you for that beautiful segue there. I described that the the first phase really, or one of the earlier phases is the inventory stage. And so the, the first might be the analysis stage. Actually, I think this is what I'd, how I'd like to describe the analysis stage where we could describe, let's analyze, let's analyze life. Let's analyze how I'm feeling. And okay, I'm depressed. I'm anxious. I'm worried. I'm afraid to love. Uh, My heart feels closed. Uh, I find myself going to different substances or media or addictions in different ways or compulsions. And I don't feel content and I don't feel happy. So at this point, that that would be what I would describe the point then to move to an inventory stage or an excavation or an investigation of why is that? Because I can say from direct experience, Even though that that was a lot of my experience growing up, I now know that that's not our true nature. That's not the truth of who we are. Yet, the society we live in, the abusive relationships, the different situations we find ourselves growing up in, cause us to believe that life is hard, life is difficult, that we're no good, that we deserve to be punished, that we don't deserve love. And because we don't have a different experience, we just go wrong walking around in our life and think, well, this is just being human. Well, <laughs> this sucks. And <laughs> we just go through that and we just and we just don't have a different contrast. And then we have friendship groups who are all in the same things. We're surrounded by people who also have similar problems. And then we just continue to go through and support in whatever way you can to each other, but just think this is it. This is it. But the question here is at this point is if you're experiencing what I describe as the symptoms of separation, which are anxiety, PTSD, stress, addiction, uh, not being able to open the heart, finding it difficult to love, feeling ashamed, feeling it guilt, all these different types of thing. The question is, is like, is there something more for me? Is it possible? Is it possible that this guy who's speaking on this podcast, who lives in Peru and comes from the UK, has done it? is it possible is it possible that if he had no hope wanted to kill himself never thought he would make it to 30 years old was heavily addicted has had a different story i'm not special in that sense i i, I i'm just a human being having this experience if anything i'm here to illustrate that it's possible not mm-hmm. that i'm special in any way Have I been dedicated to that process and path? Yes, absolutely. Has it been difficult? Have I wanted to turn back? Have I thought I'm not going to be able to make it? Have I thought it's going to be too hard? Absolutely. Does that still come up from time to time? Occasionally. Does it mean that it's not possible? No. So what the point here is, if anything, I could inspire you to let you know that if you're experiencing those pains of separation, the symptoms of separation is begin to investigate why. Now, plant medicine is a beautiful and powerful way, and I can pretty much say that it will accelerate your path Exponentially, especially whilst done in a trauma-informed setting, whilst empowering you that you're your own healer and that you have all your answers inside, which is what is very at the core of the work that we do at Casa Galactica. Not giving the power away to the plants, reminding you that you're here to recognise that you're you're your own healer. But what it might be, it might be twelve steps. It might be listening to this podcast. It might be joining a narcissistic abuse support group, support around different ways, different therapies, different modalities, whatever it may be. Past life regression, whatever it may be it's not important. The idea here, which I'm sharing with you, is to begin to ask for help. And when you look for help, when you ask for help, you'll find that there's loads of free resources around you. And you'll find that there's also very many great paid programs, if you have the financial abundance or support to be able to do that, that you can invest in your healing, just like you've invested in your education, just like you've invested in your house, just like you've invested in your car. Why not invest in your future as a happy person? begin to do that work and then after a period of time the scale will shift and it's sometimes it's not linear sometimes it shifts up and back down and up and back down but what i'm here to hopefully invoke is that seeker within inside you the part of you that knows that there is a different life available for you knows that you don't need to be controlled and manipulated anymore knows that it's time to let go of those abusers within your life knows that it's actually time to let go of those abusers within the life that keep you thinking small, that keep you stuck within the paradigm that you need the abuser. Some manipulation is going on in your life that causes you to think that I can't live without this person keeping me small. And you all know who mm-hmm. we're talking about. You all know if you're listening to this podcast, those types of people in your life, perhaps past or some present or some are emerging and you're having mm-hmm. that awakening process similar to I've had in that process of healing from abuse, my whole life I've been being abused. Mm-hmm. Then what arises in front of you is the key for you to put in that lock and shift and change. Now, of course, with regards to narcissistic abuse, there may be different situations within your life where it might not be safe to talk openly about this. It might not be safe just to say, I'm going to change. And there's support groups out there that can create, as you know, from listening to this podcast, that can create a safety plan for you to be able to make that shift and change. But what I'm here to inspire you to do is to recognize that you deserve love to recognize that you are free and all the things that have been keeping you imprisoned are manipulation tools and techniques which actually perpetuate the abuse and keep you imprisoned within the pain structures that this abuser needs to continue to perpetuate upon you to feel like they're worth something. You don't have to succumb to that anymore. So find that help, ask for help, surround yourself with people who can support you and begin to believe in the power of you.
1: Hmm. Thank you so much. I like felt spirit channeling through you. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, I love that. And it, you went full circle. Cause I was going to just input, like you were talking about being in a friend group, you're surrounded by all these people that are kind of of the same mind vibration as you. And you think, oh, well, this is how life is and it sucks. And that's kind of that cycle and the narrative that's in your head that allows you to perpetuate attracting narcissists as well as staying manipulated in with them as you so beautifully described in, you know, in your last, you know, segue and the statement. So I thank you so much for bringing light and clarity to that. And that everything, I loved how you said too at Casca Galactia, you talk about, you know, you're not holding up the plant as some deity or something above, you have the power within you to heal. And that's what I'm always telling everybody. It's it's within yourself, the power to leave, the power to heal, the power to rise up is within you. You have that divine soul and self already there. You just have to wake up and allow him or her to rise up beautiful.
0: Mm, Mm. Well, well said. Thank you, Raven. Mm, Thanks again for having me here to have this conversation. I feel like it's a beautiful space to be able to share and connect with you and your audience. So thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, because it is kind of embarrassing and shameful, right? Like a lot of people who have been abused, either any type of form, really, um, and of course, narcissistic abuse, because they're so charming and everyone thinks that they're perfect. You know, and it's so shameful to kind of bring out like, well, they do this to me behind closed doors and this really happened. And a lot of people who have been with them for decades, right? So the generation before mine, if they're with a narcissist, they're probably not going to leave. It's really hard for someone to rise up in their power when they're in their 60s and their child is their adult child saying, hey, you are with a narcissist. This is dangerous for you. You need to get out but it's shameful to talk about, it's shameful to even leave or even call their spouse out on their abuse. So how do we heal heal from shame?
0: The antidote to shame is speaking about it. Shame is continued and perpetuated when we feel like we can't talk about it, and there's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. Some level of abuse or, or torture or mind control or just continued emotional and verbal abuse or even physical abuse or sexual abuse, whatever level that may be, on somewhere within your being, and it might be true, but at some level on your being, it's unsafe for you to speak about those feelings which are coming up for you, especially if the abuser is still within the life. If you've learned that if you talk about these feelings as they come up, you're hit or you're abused or you're manipulated or your car keys are taken away or your house keys are taken away or you're locked out of the house or whatever it may be very quickly, the survival mechanism of the nervous system recognizes it's not safe for me to speak about that. So the antidote to shame is speaking about that in a safe place, speaking about these events, these situations which have occurred in a safe place nurturing, empowering environment, such as a support group, such as a narcissistic support group specifically, or with a professional, uh, with a trauma healer, or with a therapist, listening to other people's stories, even if you're not able to speak about it, because sometimes even speaking about the nervous system is just like, I don't, maybe someone's recording me. Perhaps the narcissists have recorded you. We've had people who are healing from narcissistic abuse where their devices have been tapped, where they've been being monitored, where it's not actually safe to do so. So firstly, the recognition here is perhaps it's actually not presently safe for you to speak about this in your home, in your environment, wherever it may be. So then finding a place that your nervous system agrees with, this is a safe space. I'm in a group, I'm outside of my house, I'm speaking about this. Then asking for help to help with you and finding yourself a safe support plan. So yeah, The antidote to shame is speaking about it in a safe environment and encourage you to do that, even if you don't want to, even if it's so horrible, even if you feel like the world's going to eat you up and talk about some of the experiences, just doing it a little bit by little bit. And again, I said, if you can't even speak about it, listening to other people speaking about their experiences, like on this podcast, can help you feel heard, even if you can't get that voice out. Because you can recognize that someone else has gone through something. And when you hear someone else going through the same experiences of you, it's like a key opens up and a lock. It says, wow, if it's happened to this person and they're describing my exact experience and I've not said anything to anyone, perhaps it's true. It must be true. Yeah. So... I'd just like to also speak about that for a moment in terms of kind of to tie that together about how plant medicines, how ayahuasca uh, and how the retreats that we offer specifically have helped people through narcissistic abuse, just so that you have an educated view of why and how this can help based upon these aforementioned topics that we've worked through. So firstly, the retreat environment and retreat setting, being with people who help people through abuse, you have a safe environment over a 10 day period to actually go deep into that without interference from the outside world to go really deep into the trauma. So any retreat experience that is trauma informed can benefit from that. But what I'm talking about here in terms of regards to plants, plants enable you to go in and heal very quickly trauma at the root cause so that when you come out from a retreat experience, those parts of you that have enabled, and I know this might be tough for people to hear, and I say this, say this with so much love in my heart, those parts of you that have enabled that narcissistic abuse to occur, those parts of you that have been so wounded, so alone, so afraid, so needing that attention that are just unable to let go, going through a retreat experience, which can catalyze healing for decades, you can leave a retreat experience with those parts of you, those parts of you that needed that abuse healed. So that when you come home with the power and the help of plants in that supportive environment, you're able to say no with a different level of authority, with a different level of conviction, because you've healed that part that needs it. You healed that part that needs that abuse, that that distorted relationship between the victim and the abuser, when you can release the parts of you that are quote unquote benefiting from that abuse, that are benefiting from that intention, that are benefiting from feeling heard or or seen, even if it's in the most distorted and abusive way you can then replace that with more supportive structures, environments, and friendships within your life that actually take the place of the need for the abuser and you can find yourself with a mutually supportive relationships in your life. Now, the power of the plants and working with plant medicines, not only just ayahuasca, we work with multiple different plant medicines that work on the energetic system, the nervous system, the mind, the body, and the spirit. And there's also what we might describe the negative energies of mind control and manipulation that really stick around those wounds. When we have a wound from childhood where we didn't get enough love from our mother or our father, and then we have someone who shows up in our life that seems like they they fill that wound, but it's also piled with loads of baggage, a load of dissociated trauma that then starts to <laughs> manipulating and imprisoning you. That has an energy about that. So we've had people who come to us at our retreat centers and when they feel that distance from that manipulative energy along with the healing of those wounds and then what we would describe as the shamanic clearing of those energies and multidimensional, multi-life contracts, which we talk back to here about the Akashic Records, about the karmic reason. why Why am I experiencing this in my life? What's this whole process that I'm going through? Remember this life, when we zoom out from the personhood, we can recognize that there's a reason perhaps karmically that we're experiencing this. We can heal that. We can release those soul contracts and then have a catapult forward to release oneself from that abusive relationship. What one might find also is a healing and so many different levels. that's beyond words that continues to unravel and integrate for years there afterwards. So there are different ways for those who feel called and inclined as well, that feel that, okay, something that's being said here resonates. Firstly, plant medicines are not for everybody, but for anyone who feels that call and wants to know more about it, invite you to check out our website at casagalactica.com. And we also have free 30 minute consultations as well. So you can just book a free consultation with my wife, Jamie or I, and we can just talk about your own situation, your own circumstance, 100% confidential, and just provide you with more information so that you can make an informed choice about how you feel is the best way for you to heal.
1: Beautiful. Thank you. And the link to that will also be in the show notes. Super easy to click on through there. That was beautiful. Uh, Thanks. Yeah. And it, it, it then leads to my very last question about unconditional love. I feel like most of us who have experienced abuse in some way, shape or form have kind of, we, we wake up to it maybe in our adulthood, either we're in a toxic relationship with People, we've been in a romantic relationship and gone whoa that was weird but then realized oh that also felt eerily familiar and then you know we've also some people have also experienced abuse in their childhood so and i wanted to ask you more specifically when you're experiencing uh these different trauma-informed modalities healing modalities and the ayahuasca How does that maybe you could describe a little bit more the experience of how that connects you to truly know what unconditional love is?
0: Mm. So, beautiful question. Thank you. So, with the plant medicines, with ayahuasca specifically, the beauty about plant medicines is that it gives you direct experience, whereas spiritual teachings or or books or other modalities can often give you the clues to have the direct experience. They can give you the teachings. If if I do this, I'll have a direct experience or whatever it may be. The plant medicines take you into that direct experience that no one can tell you. No one can tell you what unconditional love is. They can just describe it to you. And then when you experience it, it's this That's what they were talking about. But you still, even if you want to then describe that to another person, you would be diluting it. So the work that we do in our in-person work is about giving you the direct experience of healing from trauma. We're not here to tell you what to do. We're not here to tell you how to change your life. We're here to reflect things back to you with the help of plant medicines and alternative healing modalities, channelings from spirit and intuitive readings to help you to connect to your truth so that you can make an informed decision about the way that you wish to live your life. So unconditional love, though, as a pointer here for everyone is if you have an animal friend in your life or even a animal friend that used to be here is just look them in the eyes or their metaphysical eyes and just feel the love that that animal friend has for you and that is much closer to unconditional love it doesn't require anything especially if you think of a dog it doesn't require anything I think sometimes cats are just kind of like no you know I could do without (laughs) you for a moment but you know what I'm kind of talking about which just we've got a few cats and a few dogs here but that love of that dog that you could scold them and you could say no you know let go of my sock don't do that don't chew on that and a few minutes later they'll just be there loving you the same so the invitation is with our animal friends is to to cultivate that unconditional love and then allow that to become more prevalent within our human relationships what i found through my life is that what i thought as love was actually conditional love and often we can start to find that often we have conditions on our love which actually continues to keep us trapped within that trauma. So the invitation is use those connections with your animal friends to be able to tap into that unconditional love.
1: I love that answer. Yeah. Yeah, and I can imagine. I have not experienced it, but one day when my kids are older and I can actually do stuff on my own again... (laughs) It sounds like an amazing experience. And I'm sure every single person has a different, unique, just like we are unique experience of how they could even describe what their unconditional love felt like. It's just unique to every single person. Yeah, my little pup is down under my feet right now. This has been such a beautiful conversation and such a pleasure to have you here, Michael. Thank you for your wisdom and your your message about how we can heal trauma From within
0: ourselves. Thank you. Thank you so much, Raven. uh, And thank you, everyone. I really appreciate you all taking the time out of your busy day to hear this conversation and also have some free gifts for you as well. So please feel free if you feel like you resonate with anything that's been shared to check out our website at casagalactica.com you sign up to the newsletter you'll get a five hour free fundamentals of healing trauma workshop with some multi-dimensional healing completely free into your inbox plus a beginner's guidebook to strengthening your own innate intuition plus plus 20 percent off any of our online healing sessions and please as always please feel free to reach out book a free consultation or send us a message and we'll be happy to respond with you but I just like to leave you with the remembrance that everything you need is within inside your own consciousness, that you are unconditionally loved by the infinite oneness, whether you recognize it or not. There is nothing that you need to do to deserve love. Just accept that you are. And even if you don't believe it, just invite the idea, invite the question, invite the possibility that I'm already loved. There's nothing I need to do.
1: Mm-hmm. Amen and Namaste. Yes, absolutely. All right. Thank you everyone for listening. Thank you for tuning in. I'm deeply honored to bring you this show three times a week. And I'm honored that you show up and listen every time. Again, this week, another beautiful review coming in for the Empath and the Narcissist book on Amazon, such an insightful book. For those who have been part of an abusive relationship, this book is truly eye opening. In particular, I feel that the author really nails down how empaths can accommodate the narcissist in ways that we don't even realize. I found it fascinating to learn about the role of human design and how this can greatly affect our relationships as well. Thank you for another beautiful review. Keep them pouring into the podcast. And if you've read my book, please write a review as it shows social proof, because now there are so many empath and narcissist books out there on Amazon. Mine was one of the first five that I found, and now there's probably 50. You can't start in your next chapter if you're rereading the last one. This is just one of the many beautiful spark reminders that I've drafted for you to receive every week. If you wish to receive sparkle reminders just like this, sign up to get this gift every Saturday into your inbox in the link in the show notes. And also the bonus when you first sign up is you will receive the How to Draw Powerful Boundaries workshop that isn't actually just about boundaries. There's a lot of spiritual healing in there for your soul as well. You can follow me at Instagram reach out say hello share with me how you're doing at Raven Scott show I am here for you perpetually on Instagram and this podcast and remember always keep your unique light shining see you next episode
2: losing time I'm fading fast I just want to make it last try to let go of the past I close my eyes embrace the
1: Everything finds me at the perfect time. Madhvi is helping people clear emotions, trapped cords and subconscious beliefs every day through the emotion code. She is amazing. I'm personally working with her on my relationship refocus uh, after I've completed my abundance clearing. And my God, it does is it working? It is so working and it's so amazing. I'm clearing out things like, I feel safe to express my thoughts and feelings with my partner. I'm clearing out old connections, disappointments, trapped emotions from way back into my childhood with my sibling. And so if you have not connected with her, you must just try. Just have a conversation with her, 30 minutes free Q&A of like, what is the emotion code and how can this help me? And give it a try, it's free. So connect with her in the link in the show notes at www.madvi.ca. Are you looking for ways to heal your heart from trauma? I am honored to be a guest on another Trauma to Triumph Summit hosted by a completely different person, Patrice Pugh. And she has a personal experience of trauma. She was held at gunpoint by her own son who is now incarcerated. And she is making her tragic and so horribly sad story into gold. And she's helping others heal through trauma. This is a 14-day online summit you can do at the leisure of your own timing and in the comfort of your own home. From November 28th through December 11th, Patrice Pugh is taking you through different topics of how trauma does not define you, going from survivor to thriver taming the bullying between your ears. And what I'm sharing is five stages of forgiveness. The best part is it's totally free. So get your free ticket for the Trauma to Triumph Summit today in the link in the show notes.
2: I want to take a moment and invite you to Think Unbroken Conference. That's right. Our next conference is happening right around the corner this December with amazing speakers from around the world who are leaders in personal development, trauma education, mindset, and more. All you have to do to register to watch for free. That's right. $0. Come and join us is go to myunbrokenlife.com, register and sign up. You can get access to the free event, watch it live with us this December. be myself speaking along with amazing human beings like Anthony Trucks, Jamie Bronstein, Leslie Logan, and a special interview that I'm doing with Dr. Gabor Mate that has never before been released. So come and join us, myunbrokenlife.com. All you have to do is put in your email. We'll send you over the registration. You'll be able to come and join us, watch live. And then if you want access to the recordings or more information there for you to keep them forever. But in the meantime, go sign up. Block it off on your calendar. This is going to be a transformational experience that you do not want to miss. Head over to myunbrokenlife.com to register for free. Until next time, be unbroken. Sleepless nights and headache stack Restlessness to hell and back What's my purpose? What do I grab? A slippery surface, a heart attack And sometimes you just gotta believe There's something that'll give you relief